Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Cause I'm the one And just ask me Ooh, And it shall be done And don't bother To of the Jessica Janae podcast. I'm actually recording this from my car. I'm on the way to a doctor's appointment and I was like, I want to get this out now. So let me pull out this phone and hit record. All right. So if it's not like the best quality, um, then y'all know why, because I am recording this on my phone. So Today's episode, as you can tell by the title, is called Confessions of a Church Girl. Listen, listen, this episode, because we're about to get real, really, really real in this episode. I'm probably going to stop recording and then pick back up once I get back home. But I just wanted to get this first part out. This episode is for those of you, let me know if you can relate. So we've all been there, all right? If you're going to be, we're going to be 100% honest. Let me know if you've been here, okay? I've been a church girl. I don't consider myself a church girl anymore. That's why I like the whole debate that I see about Beyonce's song, Church Girl, really, like, make me kind of laugh on the inside because I've been the church girl. I've, I've been that church girl. And now I strive to be truly a woman of God because how many of you know just because you're a church girl a church boy or whatever doesn't mean that you're a man of God doesn't mean that you're a woman of God right and so let's let's be real this today's episode is for those girls who you let's say you've been you've been in a situation where you attended church right but then you went to club afterwards I remember one New Year's Eve, going to church, sitting in the uh, 
sitting through the service, right, the watch night service, then going to my car, getting my outfit for the after party, okay, going into that bathroom, changing, putting my clothes back over my dress, and then going out with my friends. I've been in a situation where I said, oh, I'm going to be celibate. I'm going to be celibate and not have sex, and the Holy Spirit had to check me, like, you think because you're saying with your lips that you're celibate and you might be keeping your legs closed that God's going to bring your husband sooner because purity culture has taught you that if you keep your legs closed, God will send you your husband sooner. That's what purity culture taught you. When in reality, it was never about you keeping your legs closed, which it is, you know, important, but what about your heart's posture? What about your heart's posture? How, what about your attitude during this whole ordeal? What about your motive, right? And so today, I really want to look at church girl versus woman of God because I feel like being a church girl made me feel bound. It made me try to do things that checked off a checklist. It made me not understand who I was. So you would see me in the club and then in church the next day you would see me i remember let's get even realer i remember one homecoming while i was in college being turned up with my friends and then the next sunday when i went in my pocketbook to get my offering i had a whole rock bottle in there right because being a church girl at that point was let me just get cute let me go sit in the house of the lord Right? I may or may not meet my husband, but I am coming to church because that's what I was taught to do. But it wasn't until the summer of 2011 where I was like, okay, God, I want to really get to know you for real. Right? And it wasn't until I really, maybe like my early, like my late 20s, where I was like, okay, God, I want to go from just being a church girl to really being a woman of God. Now, am I perfect? No. Did I have a daughter out of wedlock? Yes, right? But my daughter is a blessing to me, and I know that God causes and will cause and can cause all things to work for my good and for his glory, right? And my daughter has been sent here because she literally has freed so many women, and she can't even talk yet. Because of her, I have positioned myself to really walk this purpose thing out. So I thank God for my daughter. So I'm not trying to come on here and say I'm perfect. And for anybody that tries to say like, oh, well, you you had a door out of wedlock child. I had a whole Christian influencer unfollow me. Let's talk about that. I had a whole Christian influencer unfollow me once she found out I was pregnant. Was my feelings hurt? Yeah. Right? But then God sent me reminders. He sent me hugs through people's encouragement, letting me know that they still supported me. Right? But let's really talk about the difference between a church girl and a woman of God. Because I remember being a church girl and my heart was so far removed from God. And as a woman of God now, am I perfect? No, I am not. Do I still make mistakes? Yes, I do. But I strive daily. I strive daily to be the hands and the feet of Jesus. I strive daily to let his light shine through me. I, I strive daily to get the focus, not on me, but to put the focus back on him. I strive daily to give him my yes in spite of myself. And so I want to look at some of the traits that make a godly woman so we cannot be so, you know, bent out of shape because we all have been church girls. That's the thing that really gets me, right? 
is that these people with these think pieces coming after Beyonce, you can feel however you want to feel about Beyonce, and this has this is not a show about Beyonce, but it's because when I heard Church Girl, I could relate to it. I've been there, done that, so now I'm able to laugh. I feel like the people that got their panties in a bunch of because y'all still dealing with just being a church girl. You marking off a list, you go on a Bible study, checklist. You go on a Sunday school, checklist, right? You go to the altar, checklist. Why are you posting your little cute memes and your Bible scriptures on Facebook, checklist? But what's your posture towards God, right? How do you treat your neighbor? How do you handle people who hurt you, right? Listen, it's time out for just being a church girl, but it's time to really evolve into the women of God that God is calling all of his daughters to be. It's time out for just being a church girl, and it's really time for us to really evolve into being the women that God is calling us to be. And so I want to look at some of the traits that I found um, make a godly woman godly. All right. All right. So I am back. Um, I'm actually recording from my little office. Well, let me not say little, but I'm recording from my office. So um, I hope you were able to kind of get where I was going with this episode in the first part. Um, But yeah, we're going to be looking at a few traits. These are not all the traits um, of a golly woman, but I definitely want to look at a few because like I said um, in the first part of the episode, like it is time out for us to for us just being church girls, right? At one time, I feel like that was cute. That was the thing. But it's really time for us to evolve and move into really being the women that God has called us to be. And so I'm just going to share a few traits of um, a godly woman. And I'm taking this from Titus 2, but I'm also taking um, a piece of this from Galatians. Um, let's see. It's Galatians chapter 5 verses um well, really verse 20, well, verses 22 and 23. So, um, these are just some tidbits that I pulled out from Titus 2. And, um, a part of this will come from Galatians 6 chapter, um, Galatians 6 verses 22 and 23. So the first trait of a godly woman is a godly woman walks in faith and love. And the reason why I'm sharing these things is because I want to all, I want us all to really just, um, kind of evaluate ourselves, right? Um, to ask ourselves, do we possess these traits? Are there traits that we need to grow in? Are there traits that we're doing really good in? Um, and so I'm not, you know, saying these things because I possess all of these traits, but these are traits that I feel like as women of God and as we're growing and as we become the women that I know that he's calling us to be, these are all traits that we need to really like focus on making sure that we're intentional about right um we're not going to be perfect by no means necessary but we can always strive to be better okay so the first one is a godly woman walks in faith and love and this one really stood out to me because there are so many women that are okay with being mean right i was at the doctor's office the other day and this girl um she looked at me so you know i smiled and she was like she smiled back so i you know spoke and um she was like i love your outfit and like that really made my day and i thought about how when i was younger um i want to say like maybe a freshman sophomore in college 
I used to think it was cute for people to perceive me as mean, right? I used to kind of like when people would say, you know, when I first met you, I thought that you were stuck up. But when I start, when I got to know you, um, it turned out that you were really nice. And I used to think that was cute, right? But as I got older, it's like, why do I want to be perceived as a mean girl? Now, don't play with me because <laughs> I'll play back. Okay. But I like being nice to people. And I think that there are so women, especially church women, church girls, they're okay with being mean. And so I want us to all challenge ourselves and not really challenge, but just the opportunity of growth for us to really make sure that we're not only walking in faith, but that we're walking in love. And that when people see us, they see God's light shining through us, right? The next thing is godly women, we don't gossip. Okay, now listen, you know, sometimes, you know, tea needs to be spilled. And so there are moments where, you know, your mom may call you and share some tea or you may call your mom and spill a little tea here and there. Right. And so I'm not saying like, I'm just, this came from Titus too. Right. I feel like we all be sharing tea sometimes. Um, especially like when it comes to like housewives and stuff, child, I be sharing tea about the housewives. So this is something that we all need to work on. All right. But from Titus 2, it said that godly women, they don't gossip. Okay. And I feel like when you're gossiping to be mean and ugly and spiteful, not saying that um, I get a pass because I may, you know, talk about what the housewives got going on or whatever, or what I may read in the blogs. But, you know, when you're just gossiping just to be mean and ugly, be careful of those people that call you and the whole conversation is about gossip. I think that's a way, a good way to put it. Like if our whole conversation is about somebody else, like gossiping and you know, like I don't got time for that. I do not have time for that. So, um, walk in faith and love. Don't gossip. You model goodness. Now I know we're not, you know, going around with like, I'm a role model posters or anything like that, but you should model God's goodness. Like when people see you, they should be like, Hmm. I want to know about that God that Jessica um, worships or I want to know about that God that, you know, um, Shannon talks about or whatever. Like, that's just an example. So model goodness. They cultivate beauty from within. Listen, it's okay to be cute on the outside. It's okay for your bundles to be Busting, it's okay, not busting, but it's okay for your bundles to be popping. It's okay for your lace front to be laid to the gods. It's okay for your makeup to be, you know, a nice little beat or whatever. It's okay for your clothes to look good. However, are you cultivating the beauty from within? Like, it's okay to be pretty on the outside, but what about your inside? One of the best compliments that I could ever receive, which I've gotten this a few times, but one of my favorite compliments to receive is when somebody compliments my inside. Like, Jessica, you have a good heart or Jessica, your light, a light really shines through you. Like those type of compliments beat, oh, you're so pretty any day of the week. All right. So godly women, we cultivate beauty from within. Godly women have a gentle spirit. And I spoke about this um, on one of my reels on Instagram about how God had to, you know, kind of get gather me, get me together about this whole soft life movement. You know, there's so many women who are in their soft girl season or whatever. And God really had to get me together about what does a soft life really look like for a woman. Right. And so. I think a lot of times when we hear a gentle spirit, women think like, oh, so I got to be a punk. I got to keep my mouth closed. Like I got to get ran over. No, but having a gentle spirit 
to me, in my opinion, is you are able to shift the atmosphere without even opening your mouth. Just your presence alone shifts the atmosphere, right? A gentle spirit, you don't always got to be with the rah-rah, right? Does that mean you allow people to run or walk all over you? Definitely not. But something about your presence, right? It's real soft life. Like that's a soft like life that I really want to live where I don't really have to open my mouth, but just my presence in a room will shift the atmosphere. Next up, um, Titus 2 ver- verse 6 says, we don't want anyone looking down on God's message because of their behavior. So it was talking about, you know, the behavior of the women. And what I thought about is... um the fruit of the spirit. So the fruit of the spirit, of course, are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Do you, does your life show the fruit of the spirit? Does your day-to-day actions and conversations um, and how you handle people, do they reflect the fruit of the spirit? And so for me, that's what I took from um, Titus 2 saying we don't want anyone looking down on God's message because of their behavior. There are so many people who don't believe in God and there are so many people who are going to not take time to go visit a church. There are people who are not going to take time to open up their Bibles, right? There are going to be people who won't take time to go on YouTube to watch a sermon or whatever, but they will watch how you operate. They will watch how you move and how you do things. And so when it says we don't want anyone looking down on God's message because of their behavior, it's basically saying, It's not even basically saying like the word tells us that we are Christ ambassadors, right? We're Christ ambassadors. So when people see you doing what you're doing, are you reflecting the fruit of the spirit? Are you walking in love? Are you joyful? Are you peaceful? Are you patient? Are you kind? Do you, are you faithful? Are you gentle? Do you have self-control? Do you embrace the goodness of God? Do you walk in the goodness of God, right? The next trait I found is that godly women, we are women of our words, right? One of my favorite books, and I mentioned it several times before, is The Four Agreements. And one of the four agreements is be impeccable with your word. Whatever you say, be impeccable with it. So godly women, we are women of our word. I was watching, um, I don't know if y'all watch the Social Proof podcast, but um, the um, I cannot remember his name. He's the host of the Social Proof Podcast, along with Donnie. But uh, he has a morning meetup, right, where he meets with people, a part of his membership group every um, every morning. And so I was watching one of the um, meetings, right, on YouTube. And he talked about how he has gotten to the point where he doesn't lie. And for him, when he's talking about lying, he means not only lying to other people, but lying to himself. And so he gave the examples of like, oh, I'm going to be on work. I'm going to be at work on time this week. Right. But you don't get to work on time. Like you actually get to work 10 or 15 minutes late. You lied to yourself because you told yourself that you were going to be to work on time. Right. Or you say, oh, I'm going to go to the gym three times this week, but you only go to the gym once. Like you lied to yourself. Um, And so what he says that he has even gotten down to the habit of if someone calls him and he knows that he cannot call them right back 
because of his schedule, he won't tell them he's going to call them back. He'll tell them I can't talk right now, but he won't tell them that he can't, that he will call them back because he doesn't want to be a liar. Right. And at first I was like, oh, that's real deep. Like that's a little too deep. Right. Because I tell people all the time, oh, I'm going to call you right back, girl. Don't call them back. Not on purpose, but, you know, I just, I, I don't even have no excuse. <laughs> but when I thought about it, I was like, hmm. He's simply being a man of his word. And so godly women, we are women of our words. Be impeccable with your speech. Say what you mean and mean what you say. And then the next one, their good character shines through their actions. Their good character shines through their actions, right? What do your actions say about you? Let's say that you're a walking billboard. And you don't open your mouth, but people are seeing your moves every single day. They see what you do. They see what you don't do. They see how you handle people. They see how you don't handle people. What do your actions say about your character with your mouth closed? If you couldn't say another word, what would your actions speak? Right? And so I pray that these bless you because there are a few of these traits that I saw that I know that I want to work on cultivating. And this episode is not about like saying, you know, you have to become this perfect woman because I'm not perfect. And we all have room for growth. We all have opportunities for growth. But what it is about is that for so long, I was okay. I personally was okay with just being known as a church girl. I was okay with going to church for Bible study, going to church on Sundays and making sure that I was dressed down to the T, making sure that if my husband was in the congregation, I was going to catch his eye, making sure that I was preparing myself to be a first lady. Church girl confession. How many of us at one time thought that we was going to be a first lady? Okay, let's be real. And how as I grew older, even up until this point, I've shifted from wanting to be considered a church girl to really being known as a woman of God. And for me personally, I think being a church girl has more to do with um, religion and routine versus a woman of God really has to do with just r- really relationship. And so I want to encourage each of us to go from just being church girls to really evolving into women of God, really evolving to being women of God, because God calls us to be more. And if we're whole, if we're really honest, like we are the church. So you're telling me being a church girl means that after you leave the church, like what happens? Like what happens when you leave those doors out of those four walls? What happens? And so this episode is to encourage each of us to really allow ourselves to get out of a box that church, the church girl title, I feel like puts us in and really grow and allow God to do a work inside of us that we go from not just being church girls, but going to Women of God, kingdom women, women who make hell nervous, women who don't just do things so that we can see what we can get from God, but we do things because we know that it honors God. Women who walk out on on purpose, in purpose, boldly and confidently, women who take care of their homes, women who um, are examples for their daughters and for their sons, women who get evolved, involved in their communities, women 
who don't only serve in the house of the Lord, but they serve out in their community. They serve wherever God plants them. They bloom wherever God plants them. That's the type of woman I want to be. But I remember a time where I was okay with just being a church girl. And that didn't really get me far. Because here I was trying to make sure I dotted every I, crossed every T. But I was missing out on the relationship, on a real relationship with God. So I pray that this episode today blesses y'all. Confessions of a church girl. Let me know. Give me a confession. Like, I want y'all to DM me on Instagram, Jessica Janae, J-E-N-A-G, um, on Instagram. And let me know one of your church girl confessions because I know I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one. And, or... DM me and let me know one of the traits that you feel like makes a woman a godly woman. I would love to hear from you, y'all. So make sure you uh, message me on Instagram. And also, listen, I have a new subscription group. I'm so, 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 so excited about this group. It's called the Dressing Room Circle. I would love for you to be a part. Listen, this group of women it's about community it's a safe space for us to grow we are starting a book study next week and i'm super excited we have a prayer call this week coming up um and we have a virtual bible study at the end of this month so you need to be a part of it well i'm not even gonna beg you if you know god has been telling you that you need to get into a community then here is your sign and i would love for you to join us in the dress room circle it is time to make an exchange where you are taking off everything that God never told you to put on, such as depression, anxiety, low self-esteem, self-doubt, insecurities, whatever it is that you know that you've been wearing this whole time. God is telling you that it's time for you to take those things off so that you can put on the things that he needs you to wear in order to walk out purpose in life boldly and confidently. And as the God, the woman of God that he's calling you to be. So I pray that you will join us in the circle. If you have any questions, feel free to email me at the dressing room circle at gmail.com for more information. Or you can DM me on Instagram if you have any questions. Questions, whichever works for you but make sure that y'all subscribe to the podcast make sure that y'all rate this week's episode please rate this week's episode and write a review i haven't had a review written since july come on y'all write your girl a review on this week's episode share it to your instagram story tag the show tag me um so i can shout you out on my instagram i hope y'all have an amazing week and remember God is calling you for more. He's calling you to do more. He wants you to do, he wants to do more in you. He wants to do more through you and he wants to do more for you. But it starts with you taking not only him out of a box, but taking yourself outside of a box as well. Have an amazing day and I'll see y'all back next week for a brand new episode of the Jessica Janae podcast. Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 
Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.